Welcome to the LinkedIn Branding Show by Michelle Squared, the podcast empowering entrepreneurs, experts, and small business owners to rise up and stand out as they build their personal and business brands on LinkedIn. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode. I'm one of your co-hosts, Michelle B. Griffin. And I'm the other half of Michelle Squared, Michelle J. Raymonds. And this week, Michelle, we're going to be talking about something that I absolutely love on LinkedIn. I've been doing at least one a week for probably two and a half years now. But at the same time, whilst I love them, not everybody else does. And some people are petrified and scared of it. And what is it? LinkedIn Lives. And I wanted to have a chat about how amazing they are for brand building. But yeah, I, I think we need to just get it out there. I think other people think I'm probably crazy for loving them as much as what I do. How about you? What side of the fence do you sit on? I am a recent coming back to love them. Back in June 2021, on my quest to put myself out there full force that year, I decided that I was going to do LinkedIn Lives. Do you remember back then you had to apply and then not everyone got it? So I got approved. And then the summer 2020, 2021. That's how my podcast was born. I did weekly lives. And around that time, you probably started yours too. So that's a good two and a half plus years. And then I morphed into just podcast recording. The funny story is since I brought my podcast back a couple months ago, I was doing solo episodes, Michelle, just audio. And guess what happened, Michelle? I realized how lonely and disconnected I was and how much I hated just talking to myself. And I said, I'm going to have to get guests talking on a Zoom to her mutual friend, Zeneb. She encouraged me. She's like, why aren't you getting mega LinkedIn uh, lives? And she said, Michelle, she says, don't overthink it, just do it. And that's our biggest tip for today. Because like you said, so many people think, oh, I could never do that. But I'm here to tell you it's actually easier than recorded video. And I had a whole episode about that. But yes, I love them. I had one again today. And I can tell you, I'm just pumped up every time I have them. When I listen to yours, Michelle, either on the replay or even if it's repurposed to a podcast, I can feel the energy. I tried to record my podcast without the live element and just do it, record in the background, batch record it. And it just wasn't the same. So even though I don't intentionally expect like millions of people to show up to the show. For me, I raise up my energy levels because I think I'm putting on a show for people. I'm bringing my best. I know that other people are out there and I found it too hard to do when that wasn't a part of the equation. But when we wrote the Brand Squared system as part of the LinkedIn branding book, step three was called Fuse, which is fuse your brand. So how do you bring power partners? And it's all about aligning your brands, implementing it on LinkedIn and refining that over time, which just really resonates. But events on LinkedIn are such a great way to build your brand. And I'm just putting it out there. Anyone that starts a LinkedIn live, Michelle, I'm just going to share my favorite stories. Hopefully it will break the ice for some other people that are worried about it. So my very first one, there's very little info back a couple of years ago about how you actually do a LinkedIn live and you use a third party. So in this case, it was StreamYard. And so I set everything up and I'm excited to go and I've got my guest and we're doing this great show. I've invited people and then I press go live and then all of these people keep coming in backstage and I'm thinking what is going on why are they in this private part where they shouldn't be able to see and I am freaking out but my face has to be like this game face pretending that I'm talking to the actual audience so I don't look like a crazy person but 
I am literally going, what is happening? And I could see the comments. Everyone's going, I can't get in. I can't get in because there's a limit of 10 people that can come backstage. I was like, what is going on? I wanted to cry, but oh my God, it, it is one of my funny stories. And I know my other one, but do you have a funny story? There's a reason we call each other Michelle Square because I have that exact, exact same thing on my first episode. Back then I actually, I think I was using another company cause I got a brand partnership with Logitech and all them. And they were running a melon app then. And I didn't know how to use it either. And there were all these people coming in and Michelle, I should go back and look at that video. I should probably look like deer in the headlights, but somehow we made it. I don't know how they got out the back. I don't know how that happened. I think it was a blur, but you're right. Look, how did we both mess up on that? It's because there's not a lot of education. So today we're not going to get in the specifics, but we're going to give you some strategies, some tips to do, not to do, and most importantly, why to do it and how it is going to be like the gold mine for your brand. Okay. So now that we got those embarrassing moments out, let's talk about the good things that these th LinkedIn lives have done for us. What I love about LinkedIn Lives, and they are my favorite form of content, is that nobody expects perfect on the lives. I find for a 30-minute LinkedIn Live that I plan and organize, and I record my podcast that way, I've got five questions. I ask them, the conversation flows, and away they go. I've done ones that aren't scripted, that have all, all kinds of different guests. But when I try and record a video by myself for, say, my YouTube channel, How To, I get so stuck in my own mind of, oh, that sounded wrong. I've got to make it sound like a YouTube video. Oh my God, why did my voice sound like that? I was meant to say this. I forgot that. Like my brain implodes. Whereas on LinkedIn Live, I'm like, okay, it's game time. Let's have a chat. And it's just so much fun to be able to engage with the community. And our friend Jillian Whitney is probably my shining example of how you can use LinkedIn Lives to really build an amazing community and show off that you actually know your stuff because you can't get AI, you can't outsource it. And I think that there's lots of ways to hide behind content because people use templates people use copywriting hacks and frameworks and whatever else that are coming. And you can just see, I don't know about you, but my feed's full of people that are starting to sound exactly the same because they're doing that. But LinkedIn lives, you can't hide. That's why I'm going to him because I feel like I'm in my best zone of genius in the thing. And then there's people who employ ghostwriters. Look, there's nothing wrong with that, but you really sometimes, is it a hundred percent your voice, you? I mean, yes, they can replicate a lot, but I want to see you. And so when you put me in a LinkedIn live, you're getting all the quirks of Michelle. I love it because I've always said I'm so extroverted in real life, but you put me on LinkedIn, I become an online introvert when I'm in the post scene, but when you put me in a live, I feel like my true personality shows as much as it can. And I just feel aligned. And not only that, I just feel there's a connection I make with everyone. It's real, raw, and relatable. So if you make that mistake, you're right. You don't self-judge yourself because it's a totally different world. And if you can talk to your friends or clients or whomever on Zoom, then you can do a LinkedIn live because the minute you go live, yes, we all have that, oh, it's a little scary for a second. You get used to it, but you forget about it, don't you? You totally forget and as long as you know all the quick little things to do, you're golden. And then you have this entire content ecosystem. It's like top of the food chain. And so I couldn't be more excited that I'm back 
We talked about LinkedIn audio events a couple of weeks ago, but I even think LinkedIn lives are the premier form of connection and community building. And even if you have a business, you can run them through your company page. And that means you can have multiple page admins to help run the event. You can highlight different members of staff. You can talk about hot topics in the industry. You can really become that beacon for really high quality conversations and sharing knowledge and value. And so for me, I've got a couple of my clients, which we're edging closer to that. I feel like it's like the next step that we're going to do is get them to start practicing being front and center and not just writing text all the time. Now, I also find that it's a much cheaper and easier way of creating video content than what it is to get in a videographer, to pay someone to edit, to go through all of that kind of process. But the upside is there's so many cool tools right now that you can repurpose LinkedIn live videos and you can Also, don't forget, send it to other platforms. So if you're active on other places like Facebook or Twitter or these kinds of other social platforms, depending which service you use, you can stream to all of those at the same time. So I could stream to directly to my YouTube channel if I choose to. And so for me, it's just this gift that keeps giving that half an hour of LinkedIn live. I currently turn that not just the 30 minutes of live, it gets turned into my podcast. It then gets chopped up into at least six or eight short video clips, which are used for Instagram reels, YouTube shorts, my LinkedIn posts. I can pull together and write a newsletter on LinkedIn to talk about that particular topic. Like the number of different ways I can repurpose, like I can't get enough of it. I have too much content, which (laughs) is a problem that I know a lot of people don't have. And they're probably thinking like, how do you get too much? Go and spend half an hour and talk to someone that shares your passion for the topic. You'll have content coming out of everywhere too. No one can shut us up, Michelle. If we were to not put a timer on it, we just keep talking all day. And we do for the record. Yes, we do. I think as Jillian said in her recent episode with you, she has content stored for six months. I've already had two episodes live in the last two weeks and I have tons of it. And shout out to Zeneb. She has this golden snippet service, but she does brilliant work. But we were talking about this whole thing, how you can use recorded conversations. And and we took our LinkedIn live from last week, or rather she did. And then she put it through Opus, that clip, and she gave me all those little snippets. And then I put two in my show notes to show people proof of all the good juicy stuff you can get. So it truly is the top of the content food chain. We talked about all the benefits, why we love it, all the payoffs. Let's talk about some high level things that people should know about. So if they want to take that first step, what do we recommend? When it comes to branding, the first opportunity that you have is all about the thumbnail that you use. Just like on YouTube, when you go there and have a look, which video will I watch? The thumbnail on your LinkedIn live event is equally as important. If I was to give anyone advice, I would say the less words you put on there, the better, because most people are looking at these thumbnails on a mobile device. And so if you use tiny text and lots of it, it's too hard to see. Now it's fine if they're looking at a desktop, but mostly people aren't doing that. So I think it's a really massive opportunity to put your brand across in a way of what kind of brand are you? What things are important to you? What colors do you use? This is probably something that I think the visual brand really comes to the forefront on this. Do you have any hints for how you like to make your thumbnails stand out for LinkedIn Lives? You are my go-to because I fell off the radar then. So I went and 
stole what not stole yours but screenshot yours and i brought in a camera like okay i gotta do it like this go look at michelle's thumbnail she's just evolved over the years and done great stuff but i love how you have the simplicity and i think you just instead of having the title this is a really good idea just have a theme or something so like for my episode last week it was about video and it was kind of like almost like it needs to have a good hook get over your fear of video I think that was a title and I'm going to probably go back to future designs and make it even bigger and clearer, but you're right. Less wording. You can put all that in the event link because when you set up on a LinkedIn live, you have to go through a third party. You do all that pre-work and then you add your thumbnail. So a lot of it's pre-populated into LinkedIn. So you just want the highlight reel, the scroll reel rather. And, and then think about the shelf life. Like I know in company pages, Michelle has some of those stored there. So what is it going to look like as, as it would like a YouTube channel? So that's the visual stuff. Let's talk about the messaging. I find as more specific a topic or an industry or something. So it's more geared. I always say on the show, specificity sells. So we know you're talking to me and this is of interest. It's not just marketing. Like who cares, right? That's way too broad. So you do a really good job of that, Michelle, but you keep it in the context of B2B growth and helping. And mine is the context of personal brands. Like how do I answer questions and solve problems in that sphere? So I think staying clear and in context to what you're trying to get out there is key. And I would say what I've learned from the beginning to now, and I would say my current show isn't like a true LinkedIn live where you can involve the community and ask them questions and bring them into the conversation. I've done those kind of ones back when I started the old lunch and punch series where we had LinkedIn Q&A and a opposing points of view. And that was really fun. And that brought in the audience and they kept coming back for more. The thing that changed for me is I have to go back and go, what are my business goals? Where am I trying to get to? And how does this help me get there? And so that's where focus on B2B growth. I used to talk about more different topics and now I'm trying to bring it right into B2B marketing, social selling and content creation and different facets of that. But yeah, it, it's something that I think, as you said, I've evolved so much over time and tried so many different things. And it is one of those what works for us may not work for you as a listener, but find your thing. If you are funny, be funny. If you are super technical, go and be super technical and share that knowledge. Like I've got a couple of customers at the moment that come from the beauty industry and they're research and development chemists that make all of the products. And one of my clients, fingers crossed soon, we're actually setting up a space in their lab that we can live stream them making things in the lab so other people can watch how they use their ingredients. Now that is going to be such a different experience. No one else in the industry is doing it. And it's so much better than me writing oh, take this ingredient, mix these two. It's really easy. Like it's really easy if you watch it and you see it for yourself, you're going to believe it more. So I think LinkedIn lives are just brilliant, but branding wise, think about backgrounds, think about colors. Michelle, you always show up when you do your lives. We always see you in your happy, bright yellow. And that becomes a part of your brand as well. So there's lots of little ways you can bring it in, but yeah, music that you choose to intro mm -hmm. the videos, but yeah, lots of other little ways that we can do. So Michelle, I could talk about these all day and I'm conscious that I, I almost have, but what would your actionable tip be this week for people that are thinking about LinkedIn Live or maybe they tried one and then dumped it to just go, oh, that's not for me. 
I think I even started once writing a whole guide on LinkedIn lives because I love them so much. And people used to ask me back in the day. So I'm really excited to get back in. I would think give it a second chance or consider it, but go and do some research, see what's out there. You're going to stay true to your goals, your brand, what you need to do, but also see are there other people doing it in my space. How can I be different? How do I want to be different that supports my goals? As Michelle said, and I think I did it too. You can have a live that is very community audience driven where you bring their comments up on the screen, give them a shout out. But for me, it's a podcast recording top of food chain like you. And so I go back and answer my questions after I would say, give it a shot, go do some research and see what's out there. I would suggest this is a really good tip go to the events tab or on your home thing where it says events and click on the little thing and it'll see your events. And then even in the discovery tab, you can see other events and just go see what's out there and the way people are presenting it. You're going to get some really good ideas of what looks good, what you like, what you don't like, and it's going to give you a lot of clues to get started. Yeah, it really is. And my advice is grab a friend and try it together. I literally do pretty much every LinkedIn live. I'm going to do a few more by myself for the rest of the year, but ultimately I always have someone there. Why do I have someone there? It's not about confidence anymore. In the beginning, it was definitely a security blanket and having someone, it was easier to have that conversation back and forward. Now it keeps me accountable. Now I know I have to show up because Michelle, like sometimes I have like grand plans and intentions, but when it comes to my own business, I'm like, yeah, okay. I got busy. I got sidetracked. And that video, I, I forgot to make it today. Whereas with LinkedIn lives and locked in with a date, I have someone else that's coming and I know I'm going to show up for them. So, you know, but find what works for you. Like I know I want to do more by myself now. I think I've grown and evolved to be able to take that on, but yeah, grab a friend is what I would say if you're just starting out. Typically, I actually think the best kinds of friends in this case are competitors because you share a passion and you will actually come at things from a different way. And there's enough business to go around for everybody. So that would be our actionable tips. But there's one last thing that before we wrap this show up this week is a special shout out. So every show we typically say to people, you know what, if you really enjoy this show, reach out and connect with Michelle and I on LinkedIn and let us know that you enjoyed the show. And we sit there and hope someone sends us a message and then we get them and we just absolutely light up. And so I wanted to shout out to Jackie Lang who left us a beautiful voice message that we both got as saying how much she appreciated the show and how much of a difference it made to her. So if you're someone else that's out there and you enjoy this, please like this is just something that really makes our days. And also Michelle would love it if we could get some more podcast reviews on the platform. So if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, you can give us ratings, but please be that person that takes a moment out of your day to leave us one because it will make our day and it will help other people discover the podcast, which is more important. So that's my public service announcement. Michelle, anything else you want to add before we wrap up? Just to say thank you so much, Jackie. We really were touched and really appreciate you taking the time to letting us know. And we look forward to you listening and we are here to help. So Michelle, we'll be back next week with another episode. So that's the most exciting part. But until then, keep putting yourself out there. You have a brand to build, a business to grow and people to impact. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in today. More people like you need to be out there on LinkedIn, building their personal and business brands. So we would be so honored if you could leave us a five-star rating and review so we can create more impact with the power of two. 
That's it for this week. Till next time, connect with us on LinkedIn and keep putting yourself out there.